0: Hello and welcome to Talk of the Devil. I am your host for this week, Joe Dodd, and this is a special episode of Talk of the Devil. This is a Christmas-themed episode, so Merry Christmas to all our listeners, um, although if you're listening to this on um, YouTube or Spotify in the future, Happy Easter. Um, thank you, I took I took all morning to come up with that one. Um, <laughs> uh, I am joined today by three lovely guests, and I will introduce them to you. First of all, we have the magnificent Chloe Humphreys.
1: Thank you. I don't think I've ever been called magnificent before. Normally, (laughs) Maleficent.
0: If you prefer, I can call you Maleficent if you like.
1: Uh, Either works.
0: Okay, cool. So, the (laughs) Maleficent, Chloe Humphreys. The Spectacular, Bakir Datu.
2: Thank you very much, Joe. I, on the other hand, have been called Spectacular in the past. I'm extremely arrogant about it.
0: Uh, well, I'm glad I'm I'm not doing anything that you're not too unfamiliar with. And finally, the inimitable John Lee.
3: Hello, hello. Yeah, just try and imitate me. Go on, I fucking dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, go on. <laughs> 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 ha, ha,
3: pitiful, pitiful. <laughs> you see, maybe proving we should try and point,
1: imitate you and take you down a peg <laughs> or two. <laughs>
3: I might,
0: depending on how the points in in this quiz go I might um, award an extra point at the end for who can do the best John impression (laughs) if the playing field needs evening out
3: yes, yes, if we're at a point impasse yeah, exactly,
0: I might genuinely I've said this many times before but I was once on Talk of the Devil and in order to sort out who was going to win the host had to get the other contestants to compliment me and the person with the nicest compliment won and that's all it came down to
1: nice
0: yeah it was nice actually i just sat there and got complimented um so this is ours i'm gonna start john off today with minus 500 points just for that he's
1: feeling spicy today
0: (laughs) uh it's good that we're all in that nice competitive spirit so this is our comedy society uh news quiz um, with uh, questions all over the news that you might not have heard yet, and hopefully they will make you smile. So, without further ado, we will move to our first game of this um, episode, which is called Mind the Gap. I have here three news headlines. They're all exactly true. They did really happen. But I've removed words from them, and you will win points by guessing correctly what goes in the blanks. So, question one. We need to talk about blank, blank. Nice and short to start us off with. The headline was, we need to talk about blank,
3: blank. Jesus Christ.
0: Um, Although it is good to talk about him, I'm afraid he is not the answer here.
3: Prophet Muhammad.
0: (laughs) I think we might be here for a while if we're going to go through... um, religious figures <laughs> um dairy farms dairy farm um nice thanks for getting us back on track but no um neither religious figures nor um nor uh dairy farming persuasions are the correct answer here Is there shia labeouf shia labeouf um we do always need to talk about him because that's how he stays alive but no <laughs> We just bought him an extra five minutes there. But no, um, the answer is not Shia LaBeouf. For
3: five minutes of his career. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, Shia, you're probably not. But thank you very much.
2: <laughs> if you're listening, you're not.
0: <laughs> it's not like a threat. Um, waste management? What was that? Waste management? Yes. Uh, no that's not correct um i should have said from the top by the way that these this is a christmas themed episode so it's it's a christmas themed answer all these questions are Christmassy. are
1: christmas oh okay
0: no jesus christ again but this time he's wearing a santa hat <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not but i would love to see that if it is any help to you guys it is a name i am looking for the two blanks are somebody's name mrs
1: claus
0: Mrs. Claude, we do need to talk more about her, but no, um, that is not the answer here. Mariah Carey. Um, did you both say Mariah Carey? No, I said Michael Buble. Uh, well, neither of you are correct, unfortunately. Shaking <laughs> um,
1: Stevens.
0: Um, no, but what I will say is you are getting close with naming celebrities. Mm. Who could it be? Mm. There are a lot of famous people.
1: There is a lot of famous people.
0: Mm. The Queen. The Queen? No, that's not the right answer.
1: Prince think, Philip. Think... We always need to talk to Philip.
0: Yeah, I suppose we do. That's, that's probably the safest bet, but no, it isn't Prince Philip.
3: What are they famous for?
0: Yeah. Um, So um, you've mentioned a lot of singers. They're not a singer, but they are um, an artist of some description, and an artist who we associate quite strongly with Christmas.
2: Snoop Dogg? No, that's not right.
0: (laughs) I mean, I personally always associate Snoop Dogg with every major religious holiday, but um, as you can tell from the way I sound, but no, um, that is not the correct answer.
1: (laughs) they're not a musician are they currently alive
0: they are currently alive and actually i think i told a slight lie a little bit ago they have made music but they're not famous as a musician also i've literally just realized reading my notes i'm asking for a character this person played not the celebrity themselves the story is about Sorry, I do apologize. The story is about the celebrity, but the headline is the name of the character they played.
1: Michael Caine.
0: Was it
2: Tom Hanks in the that Polar Express movie? So the uh,
0: no it no it wasn't. Okay. Well, I watched it last Friday. I was hoping it would be useful. No. Uh, Michael Caine. No, it's not Michael Caine. Arthur. Oh, <sighs>
3: gosh. Um what are, what are the Christmas films? Um
0: so uh this this is a very famous 90s Christmas film. Die Hard. Die Hard was eighties and yeah. no. Oof. Um it's one that we that we all loved when we were kids. There were lots of sequels. Oh, Ah, uh, McCall Kilkin. You are so close. What was his character's name?
1: Uh, Hi, Kevin
0: Uh, Kevin McAllister Kevin, okay Uh, Because you came out with it first, Chloe You're going to get one point for putting Kevin As the first blank McAllister McAllister, well done That is two points to Chloe Well done indeed, yes The headline is We need to talk about Kevin McAllister Which is a very cunning reference I'm sure you'll agree Um, The story goes like this In 2018, Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin sent Twitter into meltdown with the revelation that he is reprising the role of prepubescent crime fighter Kevin McAllister at the age of 38. Starring in an ad for Google Assistant, Culkin recreates some of the film's most iconic scenes, such as jumping on his bed, ordering pizza, and setting traps for the wet bandits, this time using the power of the internet to save the day. Hey, it might not be the feature film we were hoping for, but we're older and more tech-savvy now, so we'll take Kevin any way we can get him. As our hero loved to tell his enemies back in 1990, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. That's the story. Uh, It's a little bit out of date, but basically Macaulay Culkin played Kevin again in a Google Assistant advert.
1: Sorry, you're not calling him by his full name, which is Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin.
0: Is that really true? Yes. No, no, it is. Um,
1: He went on Twitter and was like, "I hate my middle name. What should I change it to?" And um, (laughs) the poll, what came top out of the poll, was Macaulay Culkin. So he changed his full name is now officially Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin.
0: (laughs) I. When will people learn to not ask the internet
3: for help? Oh my god! Ask Boaty McBoatface. Don't.
0: Yeah. Exactly. He's very lucky that he didn't end up with Macaulay, Mac- Macaulay face. <laughs> he does
2: oh. have a very Macaulay face, though, so
0: it would have been apt, at least. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Um, now, nah, so that is the story. Although I, I have to disagree with this article. I'm not sure any of us are exactly waiting for another Home Alone movie. No. Considering the first one was great, the second one was quite good, and the second two were Ridiculous. <laughs> Have you guys even watched past the first one or the second one?
1: I haven't seen uh, anything after two.
0: Keep it that way. The the third one is about a gang of thieves trying to steal a military-grade microchip from Kevin's house. I don't know how it gets
1: there. Why do we have it? I don't don't know.
0: And then the the fourth one, I believe, basically predicates on the fact that Kevin lives in a super, super high-tech house and basically uses the house to fight the bad guys instead of building stuff. So like, See, I don't think like any that, of us will wait. Like for Batman. Us. Yeah, like Batman and as as I've said that is not a home alone movie we want at all. It indeed, it is indeed not the home alone movie we deserve and not the home alone movie we need. <laughs>
3: Kind of Thank reminds, you very much. It kind of sounds like the Star Wars prequels in a way. Like they're, they're kind of kind of ridiculous, and so I kind of I'm I'm kind of intrigued. I kind of want to watch them now. These these the the, the third and fourth.
0: But... Yeah, they're they're movies like the one like the Star Wars prequels. You, you should watch them as like a bad film social. Mm. Mm. Which you know when when we can like meet up again properly, we should do that one Christmas as a society. We should watch those terrible mm. Home Alone movies.
1: I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Something that gets procedurally worse as it as time goes on.
2: Oh, uh, humanity. No. Yeah, people like so uh, indeed,
0: like so many things. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. So well done, Chloe. There's two points to you on that. Uh so we'll move on to our next story with blanks in the title. So <clears throat> Alabama Sheriff's blank Christmas tree draws blank. Why? One more time. Alabama Sheriff's blank Christmas tree draws blank. And I'll tell you now, the answer is not, it's a blank Christmas
3: tree. (laughs) Could it be draws criticism?
0: Um, You're you're very close. And to be honest, this is basically a a linguistic thing, um, but you are very, very close with criticism for the second blank. Uh, do you want to take another couple of guesses? Just see if you can get it more exact.
3: Uh, controversy. Um,
0: no. Yeah. Backlash. Uh, sh- backlash. No. What was that, Bakir? I said backlash as well. Wait,
2: did we get the first part of the Christmas tree? Uh,
0: no. This is this is the second blank that um, you're guessing for at the moment.
1: Is it a gun tree? <laughs>
0: Uh, it is not a gun tree, no.
1: <laughs> it would be so American, though.
0: It would be rather American to have guns decorating a tree, but no, it is not that. Monster truck tree. Oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. If it's
2: Alabama, is it a family tree?
0: <laughs> oh. Um, no, it isn't. Jeez. Let's really keep the American audience on side, Bakir, Okay. <laughs> Uh, cheese, unfortunately, no. It is not cheese.
2: Uh, does it draw under?
0: Um, it, again, you're close. It's all kind of in the same linguistic ballpark. If we don't get it exactly right, I'll probably give the second blank to John because he was the first person to say something close to it. Um, because, like I say, it's basically a semantic thing. So,
2: Complaint. Sorry? Complaint. Complaints.
0: You're exactly right. Bakir <laughs> gets that point. Woo! The second blank is complaints. Just,
3: so, Alabama sheriff. Just remember, if you end up winning, you run on my hard work, because
2: John, that's I got through life. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Alabama sheriff's blank Christmas tree draws complaints.
2: Police Christmas tree, like
0: or blue. You are okay. You're close. It is something to do with the criminal justice system.
3: Electric chair.
0: Uh, no <laughs> prison tree. sorry prison prison you're close with prison it's um it's part of the procedure of arrest that would in- be included in prison
1: handcuffs
0: no jail which is technically no uh, bill of rights bill of rights no police car cop car yeah Please can't know that's um that's not it. Uh, blah, blah, blah.
2: But It's not gone either. So
0: No. Think more exactly about the criminals themselves maybe. Running away,
2: black and white.
1: Mm.
0: No. Uh
1: knives?
0: No. Crime. The
1: stolen goods.
0: Uh, no, that's quite a funny idea, though, a tree decorated with stolen goods. But no, that's not the correct answer. Drugs?
1: Is it decorated with drugs? Yeah.
0: It is not decorated with drugs, no. That would be fun.
1: That would be funny. <laughs> um...
0: it does kind of go against the whole thing they're, they're kind of trying to do there. Running away? Well, like... Running away, no. Um, if the, If the criminal is involved in this particular thing, then the running away really didn't work, if you see what I mean taser taser no um it's not like it's not like an object like a taser or a gun or a knife
3: oh it's like a theme
2: is it like red-handed is it a red-handed christmas tree somehow uh no this is very conceptual joe yeah
0: this is this is it's not it's not exactly conceptual but it's um it's not exactly obvious so um you, like you police you tape no you're you're somehow close with that basically it's you mentioned prison you mentioned arrest think about the kind of things that someone that you have to do if you get arrested and sent to prison like what do uh, oh, they put
2: oh mugshot
0: yes it is decorated with mugshots <laughs> So, yeah, oh, that God. is two points to be So, yeah, Alabama Sheriff's mugshot Christmas tree draws complaints. <laughs> this is genuinely oh, true. This is oh. yeah. Oh, just wait. This is, I love this story. This gets insane. So a sheriff's department in the U.S. state of Alabama has come under fire over a Facebook photo showing a Christmas tree adorned with mugshots of suspects. Local civil liberties groups have described the post as despicable. A sheriff spokeswoman for Mobile County Sheriff's Department defended the image, saying it represented criminals who were repeat offenders. In a Facebook post sharing the image, the department said we have decorated our tree with THUG shots Yeah, to show how many THUGS we have taken off the streets of Mobile this year. We could not have done it without our faithful followers. The civil rights organization's director said most of those arrested had struggled with mental health and problems of drug abuse. And listen to this. A spokeswoman for the sheriff's department told AI.com the image had been photoshopped and was not on display in the police building. Which begs the question, why was your first statement going, yeah, we put this up and it's awesome? <laughs> it's in- America crazy.
1: is is pretty wild, isn't it? Really?
0: Is it some. Experiment. Yeah, it is like a social experiment, and some aspects of American law enforcement, particularly, are pretty insane. But I, I just love that the fact that the first thing they did was sort of go, "Yeah, this is great. We couldn't have done it without you." And then as soon as this happens, they're just like, "Oh no, we didn't actually put that up, you know? Like we were just saying that, you know, it, it yeah, was it well, yeah. Was Why funny. would we do that? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a crazy idea. <laughs> so yeah, that was the answer. um Let's all just take a moment to think about what they've done. <laughs>
3: Um, okay moment's <laughs> over hey could you what was send, that john could you send a link uh, to the story on on the text channel yeah, yeah I, I kind of a... want to
1: see the picture it's a shame that yeah, I... radio is not a visual medium
0: because <laughs> 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 i do wish i do wish listeners that we could show it to you but um yeah once we once we've um recorded the show i will send you the link because it is something to see Oh, wonderful. The best thing is that, if I remember correctly, it's basically like a, it's like a a pretty rubbish plastic Christmas tree. Like, it's not even that imposing.
1: That's what I was imagining, to be honest. I wasn't imagining, like, a real tree. I was imagining something, like, plasticky looking and really
2: horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I was imagining, like, a fully decorated Christmas tree
0: with just some mud thrown on, like, baubles. Mm. <laughs> no, it, there's no other decoration on it, if I remember correctly, from the picture. It's... Which also means they've got a lot of convicted criminals in that area, which, you know, if they weren't spending so much time dossing around with mugshots on trees, they could maybe fix. Ooh. Sorry, I'm not I'm not oh, I, 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 talk, I, yeah, I said I wasn't gonna get into I wasn't gonna get into political commentary, so we won't do that now. Instead, we shall move on to question three, which is the final question in this first round. Um, so yeah, here it is. So Red blank, going nuts for Ottawa couples blank, but reason remains a mystery.
1: Squirrels. Yeah, could you say that again?
0: I will repeat it. Red blank, going nuts for Ottawa couples blank, but reason remains a mystery.
3: Red squirrels.
0: Well done, John. That is the first blank. The first blank is squirrels. Is the second blank nuts? Um, it is not nuts. Um, get your mind out of the gutter, boy.
3: <laughs> Root squirrels going nuts are also a couple's nuts.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, it is not nuts. Eggnog. What was that? Eggnog. Eggnog, and what was the other suggestion? Maple syrup. Um, that is not correct, and I find that to be an offensive Canadian stereotype, Bakir. It's their oh, beavers, they're after. <laughs> no not really um it, they, they want their moose. they want their moose back um no that is not it um it is not eggnog and it is not maple syrup is it a food Can you it tell is it? not a food no
1: decorations
0: okay you're getting close with decorations christmas. i should say uh, it's not christmas tree
2: Christmas decorations?
0: Uh, no, although I will quickly say that this is actually technically two words. But you're close.
3: Fairy lights. Um...
0: Uh, put the two together. <laughs> yeah. Christmas lights. Yes, it is. They're Christmas lights.
1: Thank you, um... John, for laying down the foundations for somebody <laughs> else to take the points.
0: My God, my God. <laughs> You know, John. You know, we walk on the shoulders of giants all the time.
3: What
1: can we I say? really do. You're really tall.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, you are dwarves in my robes, or something like that. I can't remember what. <laughs> what are you quoting?
0: Is that Christmas Carol or Macbeth? Because it's slightly different depending on what you're quoting. I studied English, by the way, everybody.
3: <laughs> I was going for Macbeth.
0: Uh, yeah um he begins to feel his power hang loose about him like a giant's robe about a dwarfish thief thank you oh, very much
3: nice nice oh that was that
1: was good.
0: what a nerd <laughs> what a what a nerd although i have always wondered how did the dwarf get the robe but anyway um yes so that is the answer red squirrels going nuts for ottawa couples christmas lights but reason remains a mystery um this actually goes back quite a long way so i'll read to the story Red Squirrels have again chewed off and carried away hundreds of dollars worth of festive light from one Ottawa neighbourhood, making spirits not so bright this Christmas. <laughs> Just why the Bulb Bandits are doing it remains a mystery, however. It started last year when Michael and Sarah McCabe hung three 150 bulb strings on their backyard fence outside their home in the Manor Park neighbourhood. But a couple of weeks into December, the display mysteriously went dark. When they investigated, the McCabes found the wires chewed through and several bulbs gone. We're trying to figure out what they're doing with the bulbs because they cut the wire to both sides and we can't find them anywhere, Michael McCabe said. (laughs) This year, thinking the squirrels had objected to the lights atop the fence because they interfered with their backyard highway, the McCabes moved the lights to their back deck. But before December had even arrived, the rodents absconded with more bulbs, about $200 worth. <laughs> what are they doing? with so squirrel. Well, hold that thought. But um, yes, that is, that is the story, that there are squirrels making off with a couple's Christmas lights in Ottawa. <laughs>
1: that reminds me of when uh, my uh, parents' Christmas lights got nicked once. They weren't taken by uh-huh. squirrel because um they like we plug them into our garage and then feed them underneath the garage door and then like through onto our like the front of our house. And yeah. um they, the person who had stolen them had just snipped off the lights. So like they just stole the lights, but they wouldn't work <laughs> because <laughs> they hadn't That's taken so out the plug weird. or anything.
2: Chloe, I'm going to ask an honest question. I expect yeah. to understand. Do you live near the Grinch? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. Maybe you, I do. It was just. Are so you weird.
0: a who? <laughs> that that is weird. So, do you mean like they snipped off the bulbs themselves, or they just cut no, the no, wire and took all a the lights? the
1: wire snip. So, literally, all uh, that was left was just like the plug inside our garage, and just like a little bit of wire.
0: That's really weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It just reminds me of that. <laughs> That's what.
0: It's quite thinking. a. St- Reading the story, it's like maybe you know. <laughs> All I can say is you must have one big squirrel living near you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel of man. Maybe no, I grief. should
1: be scared. Yeah,
0: maybe he'll be back for something
3: else this year. Oh yeah, keep us updated.
1: <laughs> oh look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like quite a while ago now, but. Oh. Uh.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good grief. Well, um, on that bombshell, we come to the end of uh, round one. Um, so thanks, guys, for um, for playing that. Um, we're going to go to a song break now, but first I will ask you a bonus question, which I will ask for the answer to after the song is finished, and I will award an extra point for my favourite answer. The bonus question is, why do you think the squirrels are stealing the Christmas lights? That's why I didn't want us to start talking about it, because... <laughs> because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we need the answers after this song break so yeah why do you think the squirrels are seeing the christmas lights and i will give the the point to the answer i like best um so we're about to go into a song break now um for those who haven't listened before or indeed haven't played before um each song break in this episode is a clue to an overarching news story um, that i'm going to reveal at the end of the episode unless someone guesses what it is first so the clue might be in the title of the song the artist the lyrics anything like that and there's going to be three song breaks one after each round and after each song break i'll ask if you've managed to guess what the surprise news story is and if you manage to do that before the end um, i will give you an extra point so that's how that's going to work so one more time your bonus question is why do you think the squirrels are stealing the christmas lights and now we will move to the song break. And the song is Surprise, Surprise by Bruce Springsteen.
3: Oh, Joe just, you know, pushing his fanboyism onto us once again. Oh.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I'd never miss that. Although I should say this is a cover. Someone else wrote this. I don't know who originally wrote it. <laughs> oh,
3: well. Anyway, here we go. Brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Uh, there we have it. There is the first uh, song break. Uh, surprise, surprise by Bruce Springsteen. And as John did point out earlier, yes, that is me pushing my fanboy obsession with Bruce Springsteen. Um, but I don't really mind. So uh, welcome back to Talk of the Devil. Um, guys, have you had any thoughts about what the surprise news story might be based on the surprise song called Surprise, Surprise?
3: <laughs>
1: uh... No, I don't. I was thinking Scylla okay. Black, but she's dead. Well,
3: surprise. Yeah. The
1: surprise is Scylla Black surprise, is alive! Surprise, Cilla Black has arisen uh, from the dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, when um, I was looking for this for this song, I did find out that Silla Black did a version of it. Sorry, okay, what was that?
2: I was going to say, I'm assuming it's a Christmas-related
0: article. Right? It is a Christmas-related article, yes. So
2: it's a Christmas surprise of sorts. Very
0: good guess. Thank you.
2: Um, Thank you. I'm putting everything together like Sherlock.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, in my mind, bungalow. Your mind, bungalow. Are you planning an extension anytime soon? That sounded oh. really rude. I didn't realise how rude that sounded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the planning permission keeps getting rejected.
0: Oh! Oh, dear.
1: She's Sorry. Mine
2: counts as an absolute pain, but it's not
0: important. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, before we move into the next round, I would like to get the answers to your bonus question. So the best, the bonus question was, why do you think the squirrels in Ottawa are stealing the Christmas lights? Um, let's go to Chloe first. What do you think? So
1: I, I think it's part of um, a much uh, larger issue in the area, which is the... Uh, canadian uh rat mob and i believe that the the squirrels have been put up to it by the the rat mob to uh flood the illegal bulb market uh and send prices right down uh so that the rats can control the market of illegal bulb distributions amongst rodents much better um so in reality the squirrels are, are not the ones to blame here um i feel like the rat mob are the ones really to be chasing down mm. i'm not the uh, legal representative of the squirrels in any way
0: <laughs> I, I like that that's a good story um but yeah uh, you're not the legal counsel um so we will have to uh, take them charge. No, as I'm charges. just part
1: of the uh, red squirrel pressure group, you know.
0: Ah yes. Um I'm trying to think of a pun there but nothing's coming up. I'll let you know if I come up with one. Um, let's move to John John next. Uh, what is your answer to this question?
3: Um well my one's my one's fairly simple. Um you see I I I have been back at home recently and um I'm back in a rather middle-class area of Hertfordshire called Brookman's Park. And in Brookman's Park...
1: You um... just doxed yourself. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you know what, you know what... uh... to 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 the two people who will listen to this show uh come at me bro uh (laughs) like uh but but yeah but yeah um uh i hope i hope you get i hope when you when you send your your hate mail i hope you get the address wrong and you send it to somebody else in brookman's park because quite frankly brookman's park is uh a rather snobby sort of place um uh quite middle class and all that kind of stuff and what you get in these in these places especially is you get a lot of um you get a lot of sort of um over the top christmas decorations um down when you're walking down the road at night and you know it's really uh it's it's just silly it's just silly um you know you get like sleighs on rooftops uh like model santas uh everywhere it's it's ridiculous and that's what was that's what I think the squirrels are doing I think it's a uh, it's because the squirrels are just uh, competing with each other um, uh, in in snobbery you know some of them are you know some some of them are getting Christmas lights some of them are getting model squirrel Santas are uh, sending their squirrel children to private schools um, getting a, a squirrel kitchen extension uh, all of this kind of stuff it's um yes it's, it's, a, it's a really a, Huge problem, the, the inequalities in squirrel culture. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm also. So you think up. this is? Go you on. think this is a
0: story about squirrel gentrification?
3: Oh oh yes yes totally totally um. Hmm.
0: Gen- <laughs> gentrification. <laughs> gentrification.
1: Oh. <that's->
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, I knew it, I knew I'd work it out in the end.
3: <laughs> but yes.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you, John. That was very, very compelling. And uh, finally, Bakir, what is your solution? Well, not solution, answer.
2: Well, I'll, I'll be honest. Chloe was a little right uh, in that there's something big going on. However, her reasoning—no offence, Chloe—I believe was wrong. You see,
1: what? the reasoning
2: behind this is far more than any small political schtuffle in the rat right underworld. I believe that it's religious. You see the squirrels famously, the red squirrels are not only anarchists, but Satanists. Okay. And naturally their war on Christmas is a war on Christmas purely out of spite because, for, and, and, and here's the thing you're thinking, okay, so they're they're Satanists. So they hate Christmas because they like Satan. No, they actually don't really mind. Um, They're very sort of chill about that. What they are mad at is that their Satanist holidays, which is anti-Christmas, doesn't have enough traction. They're mad that no one's celebrating enough. And so out of anger, they're destroying all the Christmas decorations. Wow.
0: Angry squirrels. Angry Satanist (laughs) squirrels. It's
1: the sequel to Angry Birds that nobody really wanted.
0: But still somehow better than Angry Birds. Um okay, wow. That is a real breadth of um of stories. So we have that the um the squirrels are in in the thrall of the rat mob and they are flooding the illegal market with Christmas bulbs. Uh John believes this is the result of squirrel rapid squirrel gentrification, and Bakir believes that they are Satanists trying to destroy Christmas's public image. Um <laughs> Those are all really good, and I would take any of them. However, simply for the image of red squirrels as Satanists, I'm going to give the point to Bakia. I I just realized Uh, that
2: red squirrels isn't like communist squirrels and how they're anti capitalist.
0: Yeah, did I mention these are grey squirrels? They're just being called red squirrels because they're doing all this theft. Um, I feel like I'm treading on eggshells here, and I'm not quite sure why, but I'd better move off the thin ice. Um, So thank you, guys. Those were all really great stories. Um, I will give you a quick points update. So Chloe and Bakir are now tied at three points, and John has one real point, but for all the work he's done getting the others to where they are, he's also... (laughs) winning spiritually <laughs> i think that's very important <laughs> we all understand that thank you <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we will now move on to our second round of the game which is called it's funny because it's true i have three um news headlines here with a little bit of a story so i'll read you the headline and i'll read you the story and then you guys have to decide if you think that this is a real news story that really happened or something that i made up myself um So, yeah, that's how it works. So, question number one. Man attends Christmas parade dressed as Satan after Santa typo.
3: Oh, for God's sake.
0: (laughs) After a Vancouver Island newspaper accidentally advertised opportunities for pictures with Satan during a weekend Christmas parade in 2019, one man decided to dress up as the Red Man himself. Photos from the community show, sorry, photos from the community show dozens of people happily taking pictures with local man, Tim Miller, who also donned a Santa suit on top of his horns and claws during the holiday event. So from Satanist squirrels, we move to Satanist Christmas parades. What do we think? Does that have the ring of truth for anybody?
2: I I don't think so for two reasons. Uh, one, it's that Santa and Satan obviously are very similar letters, but I think you'd have to spell it really wrong to get from Santa to Satan. And the second thing is, if he was dressing up like Satan, why was he still in a Santa costume? That, that That's what I'm feeling.
0: Okay, I like the idea, though, that this guy rocked up dressed as Satan, and then someone went, you know, you were meant to be playing Santa, and then they gave him the Santa costume when he was there to, like, cover it up a bit.
1: The thing is, though, so, like... I see what Bakir is saying, and it's a good point, but I can also see somebody doing it. Somebody being like, hey, that's a spelling mistake, I'm going to make this work for me.
3: Mm. And turning <laughs> up
1: to this thing in full Satan regalia. Mm.
3: I, I feel like it's what a dad would do. Like a, a sort of, you know, a, a, a dad. A jokey kind of... dad. Yeah, yeah. And and meanwhile, his kids and his wife are just, are just like distancing themselves from him. Uh, Cringing. Yeah.
2: Oh, Dad! Stop imitating the Lord of the Underworld. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> it is very much one of those "Nice to meet you, hungry. I'm Dad" sort oh, of things, funny. isn't
2: it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> one hell of a one hell of a joke. Ah!
2: No,
0: uh, there were many there we go. Seven specific. <laughs> <from here>. <laughs> 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 oh my. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you guys reckon? So, Bakir, are you sticking with false for that?
1: I'm going to stick with false. I'm going to go for true, just to spite Bakir.
0: Oh, OK, so not for any logical reason. You're just going to do the opposite <laughs> of what Bakir thinks.
1: <laughs> no. well, the first time I've been fighting, Chloe, and it won't be the
2: last. <laughs> your, na- your name runs insignificant on a long list.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: OK, and finally, John, what do you think? Well, uh... I mean, I want to spite both Chloe and Pakir, but unfortunately they've gone for different answers, so I can't spite (laughs) both. I've (laughs) got to spite only one. Who do uh... you hate more? (laughs) Oh, God, oh, God, this is really hard. Well, well, um... Oh, God, well, I mean, tallying up all of the the injustices I've suffered at the hands of both of them. Um, 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 well, well... (laughs) Well, Bakir, Bakir, see the thing is, Chloe um uh gave 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 me a tip off about the uh Jackbox sale, the humble bundle um deal which gave me lots of money off the new Jackbox game, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. But Bakir uh very kindly uh gave the treasurer's approval for the society purchase of the Jackbox game. So actually, you know, uh, both of them have done something something nice for me. Um Oh gosh. Oh this is this is... <laughs> um, yes, What know... do
1: you genuinely think it is, John?
3: Um what? <laughs> P- apply logic and reason to this game? No <laughs> What are you crazy? Um blah, blah, blah. I'm well, okay, okay. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to go I'm actually. I actually am going to apply log- logic and reason to it, um, because you're right. I can't figure out which of you two I hate more. Uh, so... We are
0: all friends in the Lancaster University
3: Comedy <laughs> Institute. Just want to make that very clear. <laughs> John, what do you think? I think it's true because of the dad joke thing.
0: Okay, so we have two truths and a false, and I can tell you that John and Chloe are uh, right this is a true story
1: no! <laughs> no! Damn it!
0: yeah no you yeah so yes they both got that question uh, right um so it's moving really on to brilliant. <laughs> don't worry there's still two more chances um so question number two rudolph breaking and entering An eight-year-old from Norfolk has been causing quite a stir in the run-up to Christmas since last year. On Christmas morning 2019, the Royce family from Cromer woke to find an upstairs window of their house smashed inwards, blowing an icy wind through the house. The police were called, but when not a single item was found to have been stolen, their young son began insisting that Father Christmas's famous red-nosed reindeer, Rudolph, had kicked the glass by mistake when the man in red made his landing on the Royce's roof. A year may have passed, but the boy's conviction has not faded. At the school he attends, he has been giving out Rudolph's spotted ro- Sorry... Rudolph spotting kits complete with plastic binoculars and he has set up a special discord channel for friends to compare notes on sightings and evidence. Mr and Mrs Royce have not had the heart to to explain to their son that the window was probably smashed in the first place by their broken drain pipe which fell off the wall during the night but as they say what's wrong with letting him dream? (laughs) So what do we think?
1: Grow up and think the world is flat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, isn't he's he? gonna
1: go around just picking apart everything forever.
0: He's <laughs> gonna be like, Masks, you think coronavirus is real? <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph doesn't wear a mask,
3: <laughs> he has got a red nose, that could be a symptom. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I think, at the risk of sounding like the Grinch, with two of these, I think it's false, and I'm going to go for two more reasons. Which is one: what kind of eight-year-old has the money to just be giving out plastic binoculars willy-nilly? Do you know know what I mean? I I, I, Mm -hmm. don't think like the Discord server. Like, how many notes is there to compare throughout the year? Do you know what I mean? It's Christmas. Yeah, that's my that's
1: my issue too, actually. And
2: then, like. Ja- what like January through November? There's nothing, so it seems like a worthless Discord server to have set well, up.
0: Um, actually, what I think the article means is that because this this initial sizing of Rudolph allegedly happened on the twen- on, in 2019, and what I think it means is that this Christmas he started handing out the kits. If you see what I mean, mm. so he hasn't done it all the way through the year; he's just started doing it this December.
2: I don't. I think that I don't think it's true. I don't. I think like maybe maybe I was a terrible nine year old. You know what I mean, but. Who has the conviction to wait like eleven months and then do that one like I don't think so personally.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, I'm also going for false.
3: Yes. Okay. I can spy both of you. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean I can I can see it happening. You know, like I can I I I, I mean it's it This may is not where be where I...
1: John tells us that he's this nine year old. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well i mean i mean uh this i i renamed the server talk of the devil uh uh but but it will it will it will soon go right back to its original dedication uh yeah rudolph sightings uh but um <laughs> gosh well well yes yes i think i might just uh just go with true just to spite you two so yes uh, I'm
0: glad you have conviction that there is magic in the world, John. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, thing is, that I, I am aware that this sort of thing can sort of happen because I was convinced there were fairies at the bottom of my garden for about a year when I was nine and I would leave letters for them and stuff and they would get answered until I found out that my, my friend from next door had been infiltrating our garden when we were out and leaving re- replies for me. <laughs> that's a genuinely true story but you know it was a happy summer so who cares but um i can confirm that this is not a true story i made this up
2: which
0: will just prove to john
1: that
0: which will prove to john that mindless rampages in the name of spiting people don't always work but yes this is not a true
2: story sometimes they do
0: yeah. Although I must say, I did mm. steal this—the idea for this story—from a friend of mine from primary school, who genuinely did believe that his window was smashed in by Rudolph one night, um, at Christmas. No. So, so it is true that somebody once believed this.
3: So, so come on, I get and half I, a
0: point. I get half a point. <laughs> no, that's
3: yeah. not a point.
0: <laughs> Just because the story is a real story doesn't mean that the story is true someone write that down on a piece of stone and put it on my grave <laughs> um <laughs> okay very nice well done guys and um, finally we move to uh, question three in this second round um which is entitled so declan donnelly's festive audible performance rated lowest in the last six months it may be unusual for Ant and deck to work separately but apparently it does happen but for one of them, Declan Donnelly, or Dec, his latest solo effort has left a lot to be desired. Donnelly announced on Instagram in mid-November that audiobook provider Audible would be releasing his reading of the beloved Dickens classic A Christmas Carol in Time for Christmas. However, the initial ratings have not been rosy, with the recording being Audible's lowest-rated audiobook of the last six months. Oh no. For context... For context, the last six months has seen a huge rise in people listening to audiobooks, with the numbers of children and young people listening in rising from one in six at the beginning of the year to one in four during lockdown. Yet somehow, Deck from Anton Deck has managed to be the worst received. While certain listeners have spoken up on his behalf, not least for being a northern non-drama school voice performing a literary classic, the consensus remains overwhelmingly negative. Donnelly himself is yet to comment. So, Deck from Anton Deck, Christmas Carol, Audible, bad ratings. What do we think?
3: Well, it's it's a it's a hard story to just for you to just have made up. Like I mean, it's a, it's a pretty niche kind of story, I feel. So I I might want to go with true there. And also, it means I can uh, continue my spiteful rampage because by going with true, I am spiting Declan. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. um,
0: what do you have against him, John? What did he do?
3: He's northern. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I, I might go. I might go over cheeky true. Uh, deck the halls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. <laughs> Back to get there. Thank you very much. Well done.
2: This is a weird (laughs) one, right? Because for it to be the lowest rated Audible book in six months, right? Like, that feels like one of those stats that, like, makes you want to believe it's not true, but actually is, right? And, like, it makes sense that, like, especially because if people don't like a celebrity or, like, you can just dislike that. Like, John, you can go and dislike that Audible book out of spite. Nothing's just stopping you. So, I'm leaning towards true it's because Mm -hmm. it feels weird for it to be just, it's just weird for that to be false, it's just, I think it's too out there.
1: Yeah, and I I would be, it wouldn't surprise me because if it was true because, well, I mean I think it is true, because like, I think people would only probably listen to it if it was the both of them, as opposed to it just being one of them
0: Mm. Hmm, that's a good point Yes so. yeah because i i struggle to think of anything that they've done separately you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah
0: mm. okay so you guys are all going for true on that yes ah ha! Ha! it was false i made it up oh really yes i've never had a hundred percent hit rate on that before this is not a true story
3: oh well done Oh nice congratulations
2: That was very you know I should have known it from an english student
0: <laughs> i Someone said that last time I hosted as well. It is rather dangerous to um believe me when it comes to making up stories because I did study creative writing for two years. <laughs> oh. so yes, um, that is not a true story, I'm afraid, so uh no points
3: there. Oh well well, so long as uh, Bakir and Chloe haven't got any points ahead of me. Can I can I get a point
2: in the Christmas spirit?
3: (laughs) Fuck's sake. What was that,
2: sorry? (laughs) Can I have a point just for like Christmas spirit?
3: (laughs) Oh bless. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it works. What kind of point communism is this? (laughs) (laughs) Red squirrels. (laughs) No, um (laughs) You have to work for your points, (laughs) (laughs) Bakir. You don't don't get no. In
1: John's case, even if you do work, you're not guaranteed to get it.
3: Oh yeah, as we've seen. Damn right. Damn right. Oh. But yes, yes. Well, you college students, (laughs) you liberal college students. Even though I'm a college student as well. (laughs)
0: Oh my. Well, well done, guys. Um that was really well done and i'm glad you seem to enjoy the round so that brings us to the end of round two um so we'll go to another song break in just a minute but once again i have a bonus question for you in the vein of this story which you all believed sorry i'm really proud of that um (laughs) by the way by the way just just to really blow my own horn that stat about young people listening to more audiobooks that's a genuine stat i looked that up um (laughs) the inch of truth that makes the lie hard to spot. So um, I'll I'll stop talking about it now. So the bonus question is, who would you most like to hear reading a Christmas audiobook and what would you like them to read? It doesn't have to be a book. It could be tweets. It could be a poem, whatever you like. So who would you like to read it and what would you like them to read and why? And I will again give an extra point to the best answer. But now I would like to move into our next song break. Um, again, this is another clue to the overarching news story. Um, so let's see if you can come up with anything for that. And the song break is the cutest song title I've ever encountered. The Happiest Christmas Tree by Nat King Cole. Aww. Thank you very much. With a
1: hey and Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was, so a bit short and sweet there. Um but yeah, isn't that an adorable song?
1: Um can I be honest and say I went to the loo?
0: You can if that's the truth, but don't worry, I'll come to you last for your bonus question. So um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. So about, I didn't um... hear
1: it. It might be been... ever, but I went to the loo. I'm very sorry.
0: That's all right. Um play it again. No, that's fine. Um <laughs> Basically, all you need to know is called The Happiest Christmas Tree, and it's a very cute song about a very happy Christmas tree who's very happy to be a Christmas tree. Mm. I hope that answers all your questions. Yes, thank you. Good. So, um, welcome back, everybody, to Talk of the Devil. Um that was the last that was the most recent song break that was the happiest christmas tree by nat king cole once again the cutest song ever and um, before the break i asked you a bonus question which is who would you most like to hear read a christmas audiobook and what would you like them to read um, so we did you last last time Bakir. so can you go first tell us what you came up with
2: absolutely so who would i like to read something you don't want so so here's my thing i don't want someone who is good at? I want someone who's good at reading books to read badly. So I'm thinking Jim Carrey, but he has to have a very hoarse voice, right? And so I'm thinking maybe like he has to get smoked a pack of cigarettes and get punched in the throat, right, before the recording. Uh, And <laughs> what would I like him to read? I would like him to read a Christmas Carol, much like Deck, purely because I want to see how the ratings would go that's it i'm just I'm just curious I think it'd be good for the next talk of the devil
0: i I see it yeah have you seen his Christmas Carol movie? I haven't actually it's a I don't like it but um yeah, he has basically what's funny about it is that because it was a motion capture film where it was all c g i um he plays like a third of the characters <laughs> okay. So he plays Scrooge, and he plays that half the ghosts. So he has actually done Christmas Carol already, but it would be interesting to hear him read an but book. You're absolutely right. Uh, next up, let's go to John. Who would you like to hear read, and what would you like them to read for you?
3: Um. Well, I thought to myself, uh, I would like to hear the autobiography of Liam Gallagher. Um, Because I, I thought to myself, you know, uh, the story of Oasis uh they 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 um they're they're an interesting rock band uh very famous
1: famously a christmas tale as well
3: (laughs) um (laughs) shush it was a short song and i couldn't think of anything better Uh, yeah i do apologize it was quite a short song um yeah 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 exactly uh well don't 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 worry um but, 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 so, uh, the autobiography of Liam Gallagher, sure, um, maybe it can be Christmas themed, I don't know, Chloe, I don't know, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, anyway, anyway, um, uh, um, at least I didn't go to the toilet during my song break, at least I, at least I actually put effort in, uh, but anyway, <laughs> anyway.
0: You've done nothing else this game, John, than put effort in.
3: <laughs> Damn right I do damn right i do and have i got anything to show for it no oh god um we got a little bit oh. well, <laughs> anyway 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 so the autobiography of liam gallagher um hear the story of oasis um you know the turmoils the troubles the controversies and who would i like to read it noel gallagher i think that's <laughs> <the ending>. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting so yes that's what i would like to hear (laughs) oh that
0: i that would get the highest rating just from me listening to it that would be the funniest and then next year um liam can read noel's autobiography (laughs) fantastic good choice and finally chloe have you um had time to come up with something
1: yes i have um now we all know the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and we know early on uh, in Rudolph's tale that he gets bullied and teased about his appearance. Now, in spite, like in just in um, to compliment that, I would love to hear Samuel L. Jackson's rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mainly because I want to see how he would deal with the bullying and the criticism that Rudolph receives.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Say what again? (laughs) Do uh, I look like a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I am the righteous man, and it shall rain down upon thee. (laughs) <laughs> have you guys ever heard go the fuck to sleep
1: yeah i've heard of it yeah
0: yeah it it's it has to be heard to be believed it really does um that's a good set of um suggestions guys um however while it may not be the most christmasy item on the list just for how hilarious it would be i'm going to give the point to the oasis mashup from john i think that is a brilliant idea There you go. And I want to see that happen. It's paying off.
3: It's paying off. It's beginning. Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) No, I love that. (laughs) So, um, before we move into our third and final full round, um, I will give you a quick read out of the points. So, Chloe is in the lead now on five points.
1: Many thanks. Thanks to my hard work and everyone else's.
0: (laughs) Ah, bless you. Um, Bakia is in second with four points. Thank you,
2: thank you very much.
0: Yes, and John is um, bringing up the rear with three points. So it's actually really close. Um, so if that effort keeps paying off, John, who knows? Thank you. Um, uh, did I forget to ask, by the way, what if anyone's got an answer to the overarching news story from the last two songs?
2: And be like John and give and um, give someone else the stepladder to reach the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: does anybody have an answer for it? No. <laughs> it's
3: Christmas. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, okay. I
1: even got a point for that, I'm going to flip my desk. <laughs> I was going to be like I could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Any of us could have said that
0: well um yes basically it is a christmas themed story and it wouldn't it be funny though if if my report was literally yeah the overarching news story it's christmas soon <laughs> it's almost like going the overarching news story today is sunday <laughs> but again you know if you're listening you know in the future on youtube or spotify then um it's not sunday it's whatever day it is with you um Okay, thanks guys. So we're gonna move into our last full round. Um for this I have developed a quiz a sorry, a Christmas quiz, which I'm calling Thank God it's Quizmas. Um thank nice. you. Um I do Freddie Mercury there. Um that this is what Freddie Mercury died for. Me doing if this.
1: This is what he wanted.
0: Yep, that's what Freddie always wanted. He told me so. I'm himself.
2: I'm taking this opportunity to implement this like I always do. My family knew Freddie Mercury's family back in Zanzibar. Like, my grandmom was friends with his that's mom. That's
1: so cool. Yeah,
2: I, that yeah. That is an
0: incredible story.
2: Yeah, the apparently uh, there are some, like, uncles from my mosque who are back from there who used to play with him as a kid. Apparently he, like, apparently he was not that interested in, like, marbles from what I've heard. But that's a really weird thing to say. But, yeah.
0: That's an incredible story, though. Yeah, that's I know. It's great. Wow. Uh, Wow. Amazing. South I've North. seen his house. I've seen the house where he was born in Zanzibar. But... Oh,
2: yeah. Pretty pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so from those humble origins through knowing loads of Bakir's family, we've now come to me bastardizing his Christmas special for this game. So, yes, this is basically just a straightforward Christmas quiz. Um, We'll ask each question and then do the answer. So there's no need for you to write anything down. Um, So let's just go for this. So question one. Who was the first U.S. president to put up a Christmas tree in the White House? These are your potential answers. A. Abraham Lincoln, who was president from 1861 to 1865. B. Grover Cleveland, who had two terms as president from 1885 to 1897. Or C. William H. Taft, who was president from 1909 to 1913. going go to them in day order. Okay, uh, Chloe's going to go with Taft. Any particular reason? Um.
1: Uh, no.
0: Okay, <laughs> just a gut instinct. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> Sometimes a gut instinct is I'd all I'd rather you be need. honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, John McKear, do you have an answer? I'm. Do you want me to read them again?
2: I know, Chris. I know. Uh, I mean, John, do you want him to read them again?
3: Uh, uh, no I, I don't need them again but if you do, so I know
2: they became popular in the UK I think in like the 17th century I know they came from Germany oh. um, I'm just wondering when that could have went over to the UK over to the US I think Abraham Lincoln is too early but I also feel like Taft is I feel like Taft is right I do but I also feel like it's a red herring
3: I don't know what,
2: what do you think John
3: well i didn't even know there was a uh, president taft uh i didn't know that uh I, he's a bit of an obscure one yeah hmm. but yes they're, they're, to be fair there are lots of presidents that i haven't heard of um so yes but from a mathematical perspective uh going with grover cleveland is the um best is the statistically most probable answer to be right because he served eight years whereas Abe Lincoln served five and Toft Taft uh, served four so I might go with uh Mr Mr Cleveland uh,
0: okay um yeah Lincoln was going to do eight but um he went on holiday and never came back yeah uh something I mean, got he' in saved the way up it. all his
1: holiday didn't he over the previous you know, over his like term. So,
0: yeah, that's true. He did.
2: Uh, uh, so- I, heard, I, heard, I heard he went to the theatre and it was a mind blowing experience.
0: <laughs> mind blowing, yeah. That is really bad. Um, <laughs> very good, though. Um, okay. And Bikir, have you settled on anything?
2: I'm going to go for Taft, but not because I believe it's correct. I'm going to go for Taft because if I'm wrong, then so is Chloe and I can live with that. <laughs>
3: This is
1: this is, the most, this is such a yeah, the most this is so weird. Yeah, yeah. This is not very Christmassy. <laughs> no, it's not. No, wait,
2: wait, remember, remember. B. The Grinch is also a Christmas character. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's not, yes. That's not Yeah. And and apparently Satan as well. So.
0: Yeah. 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 If you're open-minded enough. Well, um, I can confirm that the correct answer to question one is C. It was Taft. He was the first president to have a tree in the White House.
2: Nice! And I see, I can live with that, so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well done. So, um, moving on to question two. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyone else want to get it out? <laughs> yeah, just get it all out, your sister.
2: <laughs> Pop the corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, In 1988, Bruce Willis starred as John McClane in the iconic Christmas film Die Hard. Yes, it is a Christmas film. However, because Die Hard was based on the novel sequel to a film called The Detective, the studio was contractually obligated to offer the role to the star of that film first. So the question is, who was that actor? A, Bruce Lee, even though he died in 1973. B, Frank Sinatra, even though he was in his 70s. Or C, Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though he was making another movie at the time. So does that make sense to everybody? Because it's a bit confusing. Yeah.
2: Do we know when when the, the detective came out?
0: The detective is nine late nineteen sixties,
2: so Sinatra would have been
0: fifty years old, if, right? around there, yeah. I oh, no, no. still
1: think it's it's Sinatra, though.
2: Yeah, I think Sinatra. Schwarzenegger would have been too young.
1: Yeah,
2: to, who to have been that actor? Mm, yeah. Oh wait, no wait, no, because Bruce Lee. If Bruce Lee was in,
0: if it was in the sixties, then no, oh, but he wouldn't be. Bruce Lee was still alive in the sixties.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he would have been, and I know he did play some detective roles. I don't, ooh. Did he play the? De- Was he the star of the detective though? I don't think so.
1: That's the, yeah. Well, he must Cause, have cause been I, though in order to be offered the role, right?
2: Well, yeah, because I know I know there's a whole thing about, for example, him being a Chinese actor and he wasn't offered like any real lead roles for a really long time. Uh, so in the '60s, I'm gonna go with Sinatra.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Sinatra too. Go on, John. Okay. <laughs> fight us. <laughs> oh
3: God. Well well your logic... Or don't fight them.
1: <laughs> or don't, yeah.
3: Your logic is very, very sound. But but uh I'm I'm in I'm in the um position where which Tristan uh was once in where he said, I'm so far behind on points. The only way I can possibly catch up is by going with something different. Um, so I'm gonna throw caution to the winds, and I'm gonna say, well, I'm torn. I can either say I can either say that this 1969 film The Detective starred Arnie Schwarzenegger um even though Arnie was probably about seven at the time. Maybe <laughs> you know, I could be right, maybe Arnie was a child prodigy, uh you never know
2: um have <laughs> only been speaking German in the movie too, which would have been wild. <laughs>
3: yeah (laughs) so yeah there's there's, it's either that or or it was uh bruce lee um but bruce lee uh you know he it it could be that they were contractually um contractually obligated to offer him the role even though did you say he was dead by the time they made die hard
0: yeah he was dead but you know yeah
3: Hmm, so the story could be yes he was dead hmm, they posthumously uh, gave him a ceremonial offering of the role, and then uh, you know, they just said, well, um, uh, after, after a, a moment's silence had passed, after after they offered him <laughs> the role at his tombstone, they uh, you know, after a minute's silence, in which no no godly voice had said, yes, I'll take it. Uh, they, they, they just go, <laughs> oh, we will take that as a no then. Uh, OK. Um,
0: <laughs> so, um, I love how it was just a bunch of like East End little men who were making diehards. <laughs> um, excuse me, Mr. Lee, um, are you interested in taking this role? And when he said no, they're like, oh, all right, then, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> on,
3: your, on your own head, be it. OK, OK. OK. <laughs> Um, so, so what do you think? So yeah, um I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Lee. Uh yeah, let's uh let's see. Let's see if the if the That's... if my family will um will Yeah, uh, it does me. it does sound like nepotism. <laughs> well, yes indeed. Christmas is a time for family. I'm... Uh <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Unfortunately <Yeah. laughs> Unfortunately in this case family's not coming to the rescue because the correct answer is frank sinatra yeah (laughs) i was about to say that logic of tristan's doesn't really sound like logic at all but oh well um yeah no they were contractually obligated to offer sinatra the role even though he was way too old for it so um well done good try <laughs> let's move on to the next question there are still um uh, there are still four more questions so lots of time to make up the distance um question three S- saint nicholas according to tr- to tradition was born in which modern day country a france b turkey c russia
3: Well, I I know which one I'm going with, um, but I don't I'm, want to say I it. Um, Same okay. Oh God,
0: Chloe, do you um, want to say it? Because if not, we're in a bind.
1: <laughs> I've I need to think this one out because the other two sort of came a bit more naturally to me. Um, because I would not have said any of these countries. Mm. Uh, yeah,
2: I was assuming Argentina. Oh? <laughs>
1: Why? Saint Nick one? That's not
2: even that's not even a South American accent, that was Italian. Yeah. Um, hmm. Saint Nick. There we go. No, that's that's no oh, that's close enough. That's close
0: well, enough. Well there is South America isn't on the this list, so I don't know no, why you're still trying to do the accent.
2: Well, well, yeah. well i we'll we'll wait for Chloe patiently. What?
0: <laughs> He he wasn't. Incidentally, I, I must say he wasn't born to South American parents in one of these countries. So he's not have had If else, I don't, technology. I dare you. I've got a good feeling that he did. That he that he um he wasn't. So does anyone want to volunteer this information? <laughs> Or do you want me to give you the answer and then you can tell me if you were right or not? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, we're not enough for that. No. I,
1: I will go for Russia. Okay, I'm from
3: Turkey. What? Mm-hmm. Turkey? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm actually beginning to think I might not go with Russia after all. I'm thinking I might go with France. Uh, I've, yes, I've had a change of heart. Uh, so, yes. You going with France? I, yes, I am. Mm. And spiting both Chloe and Bakir. Uh, at once, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a double whammy. Uh, but yes.
0: Oh, we are lovely people. <laughs> um, Chloe, have you settled on something? Yes, Russia. Russia? Yes. I okay, know, we have a, an ABC... But only one of you can walk away with the correct answer. And that correct answer is B, it is Turkey. So, Bakir, you, you get
2: the point there. It's it used to be the center of the Orthodox Church, guys. Come on. Uh, we, don't, we don't think of it as a previously very, very Christian country, Turkey, but it was just an interesting history fact for you guys. Yeah. I, don't know I, up, yeah. I also need the answer to that, by the way, from like a previous thing.
0: Clearly, if we wanted to know that, we should have studied marketing like you. Um, <laughs> with all due respect. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good fact. It is a good fact that. Yeah, it's true. He he is, um, uh, historically speaking, from Turkey. Okay, with that, we will move on to question four. According to USA Today... Yesterday. No. Um... According to USA Today, what was the number one most popular Christmas present in 2019? A, Apple AirPods, B, instant cooking pots, or C, robot vacuum cleaners? Do you want the options again?
1: By most popular, do we mean most, like received or things that people liked the most
0: it's like most purchases
1: okay
2: did you say instant cooking pots
0: yeah so basically like a bit like a soup maker or a slow cooker
1: yeah it's kind of it's, well it's more like a pressure cooker
0: yeah that sort of thing i don't think it's that i don't think that's
2: the answer personally just because i feel like it's too off brand for just a christmas gift Don't think anyone goes outside and says, this Christmas season, I want a pressure cooker. Unless they're a big squirrel and they're (laughs) going to use uh, use it to make an IED to blow up some Christmas lights.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear.
3: What was the third option, Joe?
0: Robot vacuum cleaners, like
3: Roombas. (laughs) See, I might lean towards them, because... I feel like AirPods are a bit expensive to have been the most popular Christmas present. Um, mm. So mm. yeah, and then I agree with Bakir about the pressure cooker thing.
2: Shading um, the scrolls will
3: use see, it to
1: well, block. It up. was a pressure <laughs> cooker. I'm going to go for pressure cooker because I feel like it's it is the type of thing that you would receive for Christmas, mm. and they are they are quite popular in the US. Why am I always supposed
0: to be like, yes, this is my answer? I'm going to look at AirPods. Okay, we've got another ABC. Mm. And once again, the point goes to Bakia. Yes! Apple AirPods. Although, it might interest you to know that... um, So the answers were Apple AirPods, Instant Cooking Pots, Robot Vacuum Cleaners. They were the the top three most popular in that order.
3: Interesting. Ah...
0: Do you
2: reckon? Yeah, so, do you reckon people put the pots on the vacuum cleaners? I don't know why they would, but I feel like you can.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, give I it a go. See what happens. Um, there was a YouTube sketch I saw once where the, it was a competition where um, these people had put um, a, ba- a, lo- a load of balloons with their faces on them in a little pen, and they released a Roomba covered in knives, and whoever's balloons got popped the most was the winner. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on to question five, the penultimate question. Um, after their death, which famous British author's estate published the messages sent between their children and Santa in a book called The Father Christmas Letters? A. Roald Dahl, B. Enid Blyton, or C. J.R.R. Tolkien?
2: That's a good one. I I feel like role doll makes sense. You know, children. Yeah, he has a lot of kids. I feel like unless, although Santa does has does have elves, and I know Tolkien's a fan. Hmm. He's a fan. <laughs> he he like elves, I think he'd like Lord of the Rings if he watched it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he would.
3: Gosh. I mean, I mean, you uh, know, Noddy looks a bit like an elf and enid Blyton Mm -hmm. uh might favor father christmas for that reason but um hmm. i might i might i feel like roald dahl what i think is what i've heard word on on the street is that actually roald dahl wasn't a very nice man um so like i wonder if he would have done that um but then again, maybe, maybe he would have. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yes. Um,
1: so I am not confirming my answer first because I don't want somebody else to steal my logic.
3: Oh. Okay.
0: So, oh. what are you thinking,
3: John? I'm leaning towards Roald Dahl actually. I I am leaning towards him because I feel like it might be, might have been something he might have done. Uh, so yeah.
0: Yeah, it does sound like something. Mm.
3: Yeah. Mm. Allegedly it was Enid
0: Blyton who was the unpleasant one. She was really not a nice mother to her children. Oh, wow. Which is weird because she published so many because she published <laughs> so many <laughs> children's books.
2: She she was a
0: blight on their lives. Ah. <laughs> oh god. Um, Bakir, are you sticking with Roald Dahl?
2: I will probably stick with, wait, so, so they published their children's letters or their letters after, like, like what exactly was published after their death?
0: So that what was published after the death was the letters that Father Christmas sent to the children. Oh.
2: Right. So on their behalf. Okay. On their yeah, behalf. And the author,
0: the author was dead at the time when, th- when this book was published
2: Um, I don't know how big Christmas was when Tolkien was there. I don't... I would make sense. Do you know what I mean? Tolkien writing to his kids.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: that, that, would that, kind of a,
3: that. that would be a bit like Frodo writing for Bilbo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a
0: little bit, but oh well. Um, we need to get Chloe's answer. So are you guys
3: locking in? or? <laughs>
2: uh, I... I'll i go for old, doll. I'll go
3: for all though. Okay. Same. Yeah. Cool.
1: I'm going for Tolkien because I know you like you're a big fan of Tolkien. And that's my only reasoning.
0: <laughs> I mean
1: <laughs> I'm putting all my money on the fact that you like Tolkien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm like I'm glad to know that I'm that easy to read as a talk of the devil host. Um but yeah, the answer is Tolkien. That is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah Tolkien um and being Tolkien he he, like mythologized the whole thing like Father Christmas was like fighting wars with goblins and he had like a a magic polar bear who was his personal assistant and like his elf acquaintance his elf secretary was not called like you know twinkle toes or mistletoe but they were called Ilbereth like it's a properly Tolkien version of the Father Christmas idea but I read it last night it's a really good book
3: and, and 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 i'm guessing uh they they every every christmas he he does a huge um huge difficult mission to get the presents to, to all the kids across the globe and then he gets <laughs> home and he realizes i could have just got the eagles to have done it um but yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no he couldn't that's a whole thing but yeah we're not here to talk about the lord uh, fred, although I
2: fred isn't in this talk of the devil
0: fred you mean patrick
2: no, Fred, Fred doesn't get any like Lord of the Rings references, right?
0: Oh, that's true. Whereas Patrick gets them very, very well. So you'd hear exactly why he couldn't have got the eagles to take the ring to Mordor, which I could tell you, but I'm not going to now because you know, we've got stuff to do. But um, yeah, well done. Well done, Chloe. That is absolutely the right answer. Um, and so we will now move on to the final question of this round, um, which goes like this. All three of these Christmas carols were written before 1900, but which is the most recent? A, Silent Night, B, Joy to the World, or C, Away in a Manger? So which of those was written the most recently? Can you say them all again? Silent Night, Joy to the World, Away in a Manger.
3: Now, I feel like Away in a Manger might be kind of old because it's got I love the Lord Jesus in it, which, uh, you know, is kind of oldie language kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. The
1: fact that you know you can remember all the lyrics off my heart. <laughs> y- you can't.
0: Can't you?
2: No. Oh. What? oh uh, what will you say that john like silent night holy night if i'm mistaken it says like round yon virgin mother and child or
0: something like that which is quite yeah. old mm. i mean i do have to point I mean, the out the whole point just...
1: is that all of them are old
0: <laughs> yeah they're all from before 1900
2: mm. but the stopped but the stopped stop becoming a thing like i think before
0: that right maybe.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it had A, fallen out of usage, and B, wasn't still, like, popular in a literary sense. Mm.
2: Perhaps, Florian, or perhaps you are trying to deceive me. No, oh, I'm, I'm just playing <laughs> no, no, right. right. the
1: you're devil's right. advocate. Oh! <laughs>
2: when we did the whole Satan die, why did we not reference the fact it was tortured to death?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. That that's kind of my fault because I, I found the story. But um Yeah, so w- what do you reckon? What do you think is the old is the most
3: recent? Sorry.
2: Ooh, well. Joy I think it I think it's
3: joy to the world.
1: Mm. I also think it's joy to the world
3: hey john yes yes i do too and also also i would like to, i would like to just uh take this opportunity to briefly reminisce about a missed talk of the devil pun um in in which case uh in in um it was it was the first ever episode of talk of the devil uh virtually done um which was the collaboration between lucy and the york comedy society and um uh oh, yeah. we we were just um Joe, I think, left the the voice call very briefly, and, um, uh... The, the rest of us were talking oh i wonder when joe's coming back is, is is joe on his way oh should i message joe then joe came back into the chat and i've, I've never felt worse about missing the opportunity to go oh speak of the devil there he is oh <laughs> i can't
1: that believe you joy- still think about that you're just there it's, <laughs> it's one of those things you know most people you know before they go to sleep they struggle with thoughts of you know oh i did something so silly all those years back or that was so embarrassing when John's just there, like I missed an opportunity <laughs> to do
3: a fun Exactly. I
0: mean, how, John. How about we set those demons to rest? I'll leave the chat for a minute now and pop back in, and you can do it.
3: Sure thing. Sure thing. Okay, I'm leaving. Oh God, that. Oh, where
1: where's... gone?
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Gosh. Uh, well, let's let's talk about him now. Well, what a what a guy. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I know. Look at him hosting. I'm back. Talk Ah, of the devil. Talk of the devil. John, John, I can't believe Wow, I never saw that coming. Me
0: neither. Although, I cannot believe, Bikir, you stole John's thunder like that.
3: (gasps) Motherfucker. Hey, guys, hold on.
2: Hold on. I have to go attend to something. Do you
0: say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stealing why, why? your thunder.
1: Gosh, I can't believe that everybody keeps leaving. Why do we oh, say I'm that back now.
0: <gasps> Speak of
3: the devil. Here ah. he
0: is. Brilliant. Now, I think the listeners have had quite enough of that. Thank you very much. But yes, I'm glad we were able to Don't set, set those demons to bed, John. <laughs> uh, so you're all going with to- Joy to the World as the. We're absolute...
1: all going with Joy to the World.
0: Hmm. Well, I can confirm that the oldest carol in this list is Silent Night, um, at which was written in 1818. Oh, wow. Also, the most covered Christmas song of all time.
2: It's, a, it's an absolute banger, to be quite honest with yeah. you.
0: However, the most recent tune is Away in a Manger, which was written in 1887. Oh! Yeah, so Joy right. to the World is actually in... Joy to the World is in the middle. Joy to the World was written in 1836. So, unfortunately, none of you get points there.
1: We, we go down as a team.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, well done, guys. Um, thanks for doing that. And we are now going to move into our last song break. We're almost to the end of the episode, which I'm sure you're all delighted to hear. So um, what's going to happen now is I'll give you one more bonus question and one more song clue. Um, when we come back after the song break, I'll get your bonus question answers, um, tot up the points, and then we'll have a final go at the overarching story. Um, if one of you gets it, extra point. If none of you get it, I'll just tell you what it is. Um, so your bonus question for this round. What is your favourite piece of Christmas trivia? So you'll have the song it's to not- think about it. I'm afraid this song is quite short, but don't worry, I've put in a failsafe for that. So... After the song break, tell me your favourite piece of Christmas trivia, and the one that I think is the most interesting will win the point. However, you get an extra point if you've made it up and I believed it.
2: Oh, Wait, can, can, can you repeat that, Joe? Sorry.
0: So, what's your favourite piece of Christmas trivia? When I hit, And when you feed them back to me at the end of the song, I will pick the one that I think is the most interesting, and that person will win a point. However, if it's a made-up fact and I believed it, that person wins an extra point.
3: Very good.
0: Make sense? Cool. All good. Yeah. Okay, so get your thinking caps on and we'll move into our final song break and because this is the Christmas episode I thought it only right for the last song break to be the theme song from the Koala Brothers. <laughs> What an absolute classic. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So um, I think you can all agree that was incredibly on message there. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Um, the Koala Brothers, what a great show that was back in the day. i um, uh, will just keep here a minute back to join us again. Um oh, the brothers. Oh, you are back uh great <laughs> ah, so it, this will forever be known as the day that John finally exercised his demons um <laughs> Okay, thanks guys. So, um before we move to the overarching uh story, I would like to take your um bonus question answers. So, again, can I have your favorite pieces of Christmas trivia? And I think the only person who hasn't gone first yet is John. So, John, can I have your favorite Christmas fact, please?
3: Uh, you can. Uh, and here it is. Now, uh there is often the talk of um uh, oh, we're going to have a white Christmas this year. Oh, this that this that and the other. Um, now, but um, interestingly enough, uh, to be a white Christmas, there is actually an official sort of clarification, uh, uh, an an official um standard that must be met for the Christmas to be clarified as classified as white. And there is so that's a a certain amount of snow that needs to fall. Um and in in which time um time frame. And that is, for a, a Christmas to to be a white Christmas, a single snowflake must be observed to fall in the twenty four hours of Christmas Day. Uh at some so at some point from midnight uh on the twenty fourth to midnight on the twenty fifth. Uh it must be observed to fall on the rooftop of the Met Office HQ in London. That is uh, the amount of snow that needs to fall. So yes, there you go. Okay. Just one snowflake. Just uh yes. Just, oh, having just one uh just just one uh pampered uh, university student must fall on the ah, um, <laughs> um,
0: ah well done. But yes. Yeah. um, I'm really fighting the temptation to go, really? Because you might have made that up. But I do really like the sound of that. And again, it's also the sort of thing that I can absolutely believe. But um, okay, nice one, John. Uh, Let's move to Chloe. I think uh, you're the only one who hasn't gone second. So what is your fact slash fiction?
1: So um, when Christmas crackers were first introduced, Uh, They didn't have little jokes or um, facts inside them. Uh, In fact, um, people would actually write their own little messages and then put them inside into like the pre made crackers. So people would actually use this to like uh, communicate with people, like to send them little messages, like little private notes. Um, And they could actually become quite scandalous because people would obviously like say, I think you're very attractive or like that in equivalent late 1800s <laughs> and early 1900s language. Um, so they became quite scandalous to the point where people were actually starting to like uh, move away from putting notes in themselves and uh, people who were making them were received pressure to start putting their own notes in so people wouldn't be tempted to do it themselves. <laughs>
3: How wow.
0: Gosh. Again, the sort of thing I can absolutely imagine Victorian society doing.
3: <laughs> Mr. Darcy, cool. Mr. Darcy, Mr. Compl- Darcy complimented Lady Anne on her choice of dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no, no. <laughs> Which is rather embarrassing because the message was meant for Lady Elizabeth, but oh unfortunately no. she she lost the cracker. Because <laughs> that's the funny thing, is that if you lose the cracker pull, then the message ends up with the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice great. one, Chloe. <laughs> and finally, Bakir, what is your Christmas fact?
2: Okay, so like, you know how, for example, this was never like an official thing, by the way. There's never like an official uh royal like palace document or anything uh but when like nowadays like tinsel is like red or green or like white um in like the royal i don't know palaces i guess um they used to have a lot of purple tinsel because of like you know how it symbolized power and everything eventually it just kind of got phased out but it was like a thing but because there was never like any official sort of we need purple tinsel it kind of just faded out of history
0: i see so like a sort of unwritten, unwritten rule.
2: Yeah. So it was like, oh, we have purple tinsel, power, royalty, Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but like it kind of, it just became unpopular. So it, that's why we don't see it anymore when like the queen's in front of her Christmas tree.
0: Ah, or maybe the back wall is just covered in it, but we're not allowed to see it because we're that's dirty peasants.
2: What else are they hiding from us?
0: <laughs> oh, plenty probably. Um... <laughs> those are all really cool i really like all those facts um and what's really frustrating for me is that any of them could be a lie like but 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 they're also all so believable um but as i said before i will just have to pick the one that i sort of wish is true the most i guess and uh, i think my favorite fact there um the initial point for being my favourite goes to John I love this white Christmas fact about the snowflake um, however is it true or did you make it up it is true it's true wow oh, I didn't wow. know that that's incredible nice. although at the same time like it's such it's such a London thing to do because you know everything is in London all the importance like, <laughs> the Met officers went we'll be the ones to decide when it's a white Christmas <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, yes, indeed. That's
0: that's I just love the idea that, like, on Christmas Day, everyone's like waiting uh, on the roof, and then down comes a single sofa. And as soon as it goes, and it just before it lands, a gust of wind blows it away, and it's like, oh, bloody, and then finally one lands, and it just goes ballistic in the Met Office. That's a great <laughs> image.
2: Well, I, I, I want to know does it have to be like an official, like, what if someone just flies over and just throws snow, like artificial snow? Does that still count?
0: <laughs> probably not but it's a it's a good idea um weirdly the
3: the met office has to has to call in the air force in order to protect airspace around the met office and shoot down any (laughs) any, any imposters
2: if if airspace around like do you reckon there's just like a a helicopter just making sure no one does this
1: just yeah, like few- no, they probably do it with drones. They need to keep oh, this operation yeah, subtle and undercover.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> it kind of ties into one of my favourite Christmas facts, which is the reason why we associate snow with Christmas, is or a big part of the reason why, is Charles Dickens.
2: Because
0: hmm. Charles Dickens was obsessed with Christmas. He loved it. And when Dickens was a child, um, there were like eight deep snows at christmas in a row um and so his childhood christmas memories all involved snow so all his writing about christmas involves snow and that's why we think of christmas as being snowy
1: Well, it tends to be more like january that's really cold Oh
0: yeah yeah absolutely right now it just sort of rains a lot But anyway, that was a really good little bonus round. Thank you very much, and I loved all of your facts. But yeah, really nice one, John. So basically, we just have one more job to do before we wrap up this episode, and that is the big news story of the week. So just to remind you, the song breaks were Surprise, Surprise by Bruce Springsteen, The Happiest Christmas Tree by Nat King Cole, and the theme from the Koala Brothers by whoever wrote the theme for the Koala Brothers. So has anyone guessed what the big news story is?
1: I've no idea, but I'd like to hazard a guess. Okay, um I haven't read anything about it, but I, I' I've got it in my head that like a Christmas tree farm in like Australia uh discovered that like a family of koalas moved into their plantation and they found them and were like, "Well, now what do we do?
0: um okay, what do the others think?
3: I too, I too have no idea. Of... I think it's definitely about a, sorry, sorry. No, go on. No, you, you talk. Uh,
2: I should like say it's definitely about like a some sort of Christmas tree surprise in Australia. I think like maybe a Christmas tree caught fire or fell in someone's house or like appeared out of nowhere or sort of something like like an actual like oh oh well sort of surprise.
0: Okay. Well, um, Chloe, you're quite close, but you're you're just too far away for me to actually give you the point i'm afraid but um basically um the idea the story is that there was a family in australia who found a live koala in their christmas tree oh yeah Mm -hmm. so it wasn't a christmas tree plantation and it was only one koala if you see what i mean but um basically this is the story Um, This is the story that the McCormick's, a family from Adelaide, came home one day to find a wild koala hiding in their Christmas tree. The family immediately called the Adelaide and Hills Koala Rescue, but the group didn't believe the story at first and thought they were being prank called. (laughs) Eventually, they decided to believe them and they came and disentangled the koala who the family had named Daphne and released her into the nearby bush. So, yeah, that's the story that um, a live koala was discovered in an Australian family Christmas tree.
1: In the spirit of Christmas, can Wait, I have the it, point when... anyway?
2: In the spirit of Christmas, can I have Chloe's point taken away?
1: <laughs> that's not really the
2: spirit of Christmas. You don't get to decide that. Don't gatekeep Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh, actually... actually um... How are you doing point? This is difficult because actually, hmm let me think. Um okay. Because you got the closest Chloe, I am going to award you the point.
1: Thanks.
0: And the reason for that is because actually you were tied with somebody. No! <laughs> and I didn't particularly like the idea of having of having to award two winners. So um but yeah back to the story. So I think we can all agree that would have been rather surprising.
2: Yeah when you say nearby bush do you mean like nearby like forest or do you mean just like they chucked him into a bush (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: you just chucked him on the curb get out of my house no um no, it, I, I mean the wild, the forest. That's okay. what it's generally referred to it as in Australia, the bush. Oh. So, oh. yeah, they
2: just... It's like, hello, emergency services. It's like, not on your life, mate. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've got a koala in the tree. You'd think it'd be a more commonplace occurrence than it is, but it, apparently it isn't. Hmm. So, yeah, there, that maybe. is the... Mm, maybe. Who knows? Yes. I mean, it, it is true. You guys probably know this, but if you... Because koala koalas only eat eucalyptus leaves, but if you pick eucalyptus leaves and put them on a plate in front of them, the koala doesn't know what to do with them. Because koala, smart. They, they are not very clever. They're adorable, but they are incredibly stupid.
1: Wow, um, that's no way to talk about me.
0: I mean, sorry. Although, in fairness, koalas do have a distinct edge as animals in that nothing really bothers them because they're that sort of. You know, they don't really think about that much. But basically, yeah, so that is the big overarching news story. Um, to be honest, I thought the Koala Brothers theme was going to just give it to you, but apparently not. So, um, but yeah, well done, guys. That brings us to the end of this episode of Talk of the Devil. And I can reveal that in third place is the hardest working man in comedy, John Lee, with four points.
3: God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh I'm, well, why, my, why do I bother my, I work so hard for my family. My wife has left me. Oh man. Okay, okay fine. Uh, retrospectively John wins all of this. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> before, before John goes on a rampage and yeah again. through, through um, just rocks up to a general meeting with, with, <laughs> kills everyone. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, in second place, we have Bakia at eight points.
3: Thank you. I will be
2: quietly retiring in my defeat.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. And that means that the winner of this week's Talk of the Devil with nine points coming home for Christmas it's Chloe! Yay! Woo! Well done. Well done, well done. Thank
1: you.
0: Uh, yeah, so I'd that, like to it. credit
1: my victory to John.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why like that thing where an Academy Award winner shares the award with all the other winners, even though they didn't win it? <laughs> with all due respect. OK, so that brings us to the end of Talk of the Devil. It just remains to, for me to thank you for listening. Um, I've been your host, uh, Joe, and thank you very much. Have a great Christmas and we'll see you again. Goodbye.
2: Merry Christmas. Oh. Goodbye.